Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Castle Rock Season 1, Episode 5, it is called Harvest. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. So, uh, we, we jump a little bit ahead after the massacre. I actually went back and listened to something again because I, mis- I misheard something and it got really, well not confused, but... There's a radio broadcast at the start of you know, the news show talking about, oh, it's been five days since the massacre. The first time I heard that, I heard five years. And I thought, wait, are we what? Are we doing a time jump? What? <laughs> and then, then oh, that would se- be weird. And everything seemed normal and fine. And I was, you know, as if it had just been taking place you know, a few days later. And I'm like, I'm going to go back and hear that again. And sure enough, it said five days. So that was just me me hearing yeah. other words. It's fine. Uh, so, so, no. So just under a week, just under a week. Uh, but we find out the the gun blast next to his head has re-triggered, or at least brought to light for us uh, tinnitus or something similar to to that. Uh, that Pre- presumably has. not tinnitus, with the way he makes such a big deal about it. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's you know, again, go uh, go with the the creepy uh, supernatural things that well, are going on. Not even that. I I assume it's just something mental, like oh, it's, sure. it's psychological that that he's doing to himself, basically. Yeah, from from something tra- traumatic, maybe uh, you know there, there was something that that you know when he was kidnapped or you know missing in those days, um, you know maybe there was a gun went off next to his ear then or something to that effect, and you know and, and he's he's kind of buried it, so it comes up when he's stressed maybe. That's it. I mean, I feel like a gun going off near your ear would probably be a good trigger for it. No, it would. In general. It, it would. Yeah, um, but I, I think here. It, it seems to be very you know oh it comes in again now you know when it's yeah. when, when he thinks about that it's i mean sure it, it could be just okay there was a loud noise near him that that would set it off but it, it seems more than that yeah so so we got that going on and the kid gets out of prison the kid's getting out we got a great little um video little vhs tape which is like the uh the you know the the, the return to civilization return to society instructional video that basically says lie about your past to anyone who asks. You can be whoever you want. Yeah, be be the hero of your own story. Yeah, because he ends up with saying like, "I'm Dale Lungentam or whatever." Who are you? <laughs> he looks at the camera and says, "Who are you?" And I thought that's a cheesy shit. I love it. I, love I, it. I, I, I think the part here was the implication of just it's like just tell them you're not the same man you were that you went in. You know, tell them yeah. you changed. You don't have to mean it. Just tell them. Yes. Uh, I just love it's an old VHS tape, though. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's 2018. It's just there's still a VHS tape. This prison is just not, not advanced with the times. Not even transferred the old tape to a DVD. Eh, if it still works, right? That said, I am questioning... because I, I, I assume people just don't leave Shawshank very often because a VHS would be worn out by now. Which is exactly why you would transfer it to a DVD. No, no, you would. That, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm just saying... That's that's probably how little people leave. That they're not even playing it that often. I think that's, that's what it's supposed that's to be a sign of. Yeah, and Warren Porter's getting thrown under the bus for this, or at least been threatened to be thrown under the bus. We hear our superior from the board, you know, grilling her about it, and you know, we're just seeing clean up pretty fairly. To be fair, you know, a few days oh, in, oh, you you had this kid, you didn't tell anyone, and then there was a shooting. Oh, don't get me wrong. I am I am not saying she is not deserving of of this this rollicking. If anything, she should probably be fired on the spot, and that should be the end of it. Uh, well, not the end of it, but end of it for her. She can go yes. away, and then someone else can come in and deal with this mess. Uh, so, so the kid gets out, and we really up up the creepy factor. I think uh, with a few scenes in this episode, 
Uh, in particular, so he takes him to the hospital. Henry takes him to the hospital to get checked out. Uh, does he have amnesia? And she's like, yeah, I mean, you know, it could trigger at any time, usually taking them to a familiar place, which obviously in this case isn't a, an option because he doesn't know where he comes from and no yeah. one knows where he comes from. And it's like, well, okay, what, you don't have a bed for him? Oh, shit, okay. So Molly steps in and her her empty her empty building that's supposed to be her office when things get going. We'll see if that ever happens. But she's got like an air mattress or whatever and sets them up, sets them up up there. And I was like, oh, oh, is she going to like hear his thoughts soon? Doesn't happen yet. Happens later on. There's a big moment later where it happens. But you know it's coming. Yeah, you're, you're sort of waiting for it. You're thinking Well, well no. It. There was two possibilities. It was coming or, he, or he's a dead zone. Oh sure, yeah, that was that, that's true. That, that's that's possible. It, it crossed my mind. It's like, okay, does he give off nothing at all? And that's what's weird about him. Isn't the dead zone also a Stephen King story? It, it probably is. It, sounds, sure it sounds like one of his. There's definitely a movie and a TV show called The Dead Zone, and I think it's based on a Stephen King book. But... It, it does sound like one of his things. It does. So, so that's fine. And then Jackie comes by later uh, with, with some coffee and donuts, and she starts wandering around the place, and she she goes upstairs to where he is. And all I could think was, look, Jackie and her donut better come out of this unscathed, all right? I, I'm, I'm saying it right now. And she ends up just sort of lying down in the bed, like, oh, there's a bed here. Oh, yeah, I'll have a nap. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I, I was. I feel like we were robbed of quite a comical moment, though. Well, because he walks in naked and it ends in like a sort of like a creepy, like he's standing there naked watching. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, you know, her noticing and reacting I feel like there's a funny moment to be had there, a, little, a nice little scene. Yeah, no, and, that's fair. And then we just, we just we just come back to them later, and we, we don't actually get that. I think it's because I wanted to play the mystery of where, okay, did he do something to her? Like, is, did something bad happen? I get that. I get that. I think it's just a, a, a little underwhelming. I'd have preferred the, the other scene, I think. Yeah. What we do get, though, is her... She, she references a couple of things. She references Kujo again. I'm pretty yep. sure the story about the, 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 the gas, like, you know, killing everyone, all the family in their sleep, I'm pretty sure that's a King story. It sounds like I'm one. I'm sure it is, yeah. I, I, do, I can tell you which one, but I'm positive it is. It sounds like one. Um, but then she, she reveals the origin of her name. She mentions that she had an uncle in the 80s, before she was born, who tried to kill his wife and child with an axe at a fancy ski resort. And her real name's actually was it Diane? I think she said. Uh, yeah. But she took her took her uncle's name just to piss them off because they won't tell her about him. <laughs> and that's why she's called Jackie Torrance. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Which, laugh. which no, there's the interesting thing about that is that it means that Danny Torrance is knocking around somewhere. Yes, her cousin, with yes. the shining ability. Um, maybe like Molly's, maybe not unlike Molly's, um, is around somewhere. Yeah, I think it's just interesting that, okay, it sets up, okay, that stuff is in play, that supernatural stuff is in play, for mm. sure. And it like means they can, they can bring those characters in if they want to now. Like, they can. Are we getting a movie with, with... We are, Doctor Sleep, which was the official sequel to The Shining, in the yeah. book, that is. Um, and it's, one, it's curious, like, I, I don't know... I mean, it's not so much even if I think they can get away with it. Like, I don't even know if King would want them to. Then again, King hates the movie, so maybe King hates the idea of the sequel movie, so he'd happily have them do their own like King-approved version in the show. I don't know. Yeah. It depends on, you know, is the movie more, you know, King-approved as well? Like, it could be. It could be. I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I know this one's fairly king approved. Just from it is. I've seen rumblings. him speak about it a few times. Being yeah. he's pretty happy. That said, he did say, "Don't take all the Easter eggs too seriously. Don't go looking okay. and digging into all of them because they might not mean. They could be just there as yeah you know, as Easter eggs. Just uh, just fun little references to things because it's a nut world. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. But it was fun all the same. It was fun all the same to get the origin of her name. Um, and what, what, and just like, does that mean anything for her story going forward? Is there going to be more to that? I don't know. So, and uh, uh, Joe, on that note, one of the rare origin of a name things that is actually not not atrocious. Oh, because it's, it's really just a little joke. I think that's it why is. it works. But I feel like a lot of the, you know, if they had never said, oh, you know, this is why she's called, you know, if it was just an Easter egg and that was it, that would have been fine. But the fact that they chose to explain it, 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 it works still. Like, you know, yeah. There, there are other times that someone takes a name and I'm like, eh, it just didn't really matter, did it? There's no one with you. I'm going to call you Solo. <laughs> that That is a pretty bad example of it. Yeah, I'm not going to argue. Stupid movie. Not that I've seen it. No, I'm not going to go that far. Stupid scene. Stupid, Stupid bit movie. of dialogue. Good movie. <laughs> so, he heads, up, he heads up on top of uh, this building, this, uh, this old factory, and Molly goes up to try and speak to him, and this is when we get the big scene where she starts to, like, she's trying to talk him down at first, and at first she thinks she, he, he speaks, because he, he, you know, he, he says something along the lines of, oh, I shouldn't be here, I should be back in the hole, I should be back in the, the yeah. cage. And we don't see, see him from the front, but she just thinks he said that. And then yeah. more things start to happen. She starts to hear more. It's like, no, he didn't, because he's not been speaking much, right? He speaks in like one word here or there if he's really prompted, and that's about it. Mm. But she starts to hear all these like horrible things, these screams, these cries. In fact, hell, we've, we've skipped over, actually. The, one uh, of the creepiest scenes. The I night, thought we were coming back to yeah, that, yeah. The night before, actually, when he was supposed to be sleeping there, because Jackie didn't come in until the next day, uh, he got up and left and just walked up the street to a house with a family in it. And he's watching through the window. It's all very creepy. And he sneaks into the house. And they're having like a little birthday party. Like the, 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 the kids. The kids yeah. yeah, it's like eight or whatever. They're having a birthday party. The little, little baby brother's there. And they're all happy. They're singing songs. And he's just standing there watching. And then gradually, their mood starts to change. And they start to get aggressive and angry and shouting. And the parents start swearing at each other. Uh, it sounds like things are smashing. They never yeah, actually they're, they're threatening to kill each other. And, uh, but, yeah, they never show us, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if next episode we hear that there's been a family massacre. Yeah. Now the question is, did he cause that, or was he just drawn to it? The, the, you know, did he somehow know that there was going to be conflict, and he's like, okay, you know, he's drawn to oh, that. Oh, I got the impression he caused it because they were so happy, and then it's it, okay. it just it kind of flipped almost like a switch because yeah, of his yeah. presence that's, no, that's, that's the way i read it like I, it never even occurred to me that he was just drawn like i feel like if he was drawn to it i'd, I'd, I'd expect more of like a a darker start to it no, no, no i get that yeah. I, I was just wondering he's drawn to it more like you know the idea that he knew even before they did that it was going to be dark but right? it was going to go down that way like that no one else knew there was no sign and but he somehow knew yeah, I I think given everything else that he's done so far and everything he's been involved in at this point, yeah, I'm, I'm you know I'm 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 pretty much ninety nine percent sure he is causing this stuff. Whether yeah. or not he's he's meaning to cause it or it just happens because of something he can't control is more debatable. Uh, yeah. The fact that he's saying in his head, "I should still be in the hole," maybe even implies that he doesn't necessarily like that he's causing this stuff. Yeah, he, he maybe thinks he deserves to be in, in the pit. Yeah. 
he, he at least has some awareness of, of that to some extent. Uh, it's a really creepy effect I've seen though. Him just standing there like down the, the hallway and then just kind of walks out. He's just sitting on the roof while they yeah. Or yeah, you know, well, you just hear the the, the carnage inside. Uh, but she talks him down. But Molly, Molly, um, like tries to tell tell Henry later. He's like, hey, there's something wrong with that kid. Like seriously, there's something mm. wrong with him. And she's like, you know, I can sense this. Like when I when I hear his thoughts, it's like everyone like in the town screaming in pain. There's like everyone, every bad thing that's happened is running through his head somehow. And of course, Henry's like, ah, oh, whatever. He's like, oh, you don't believe me. And then she's that, like, that, I just just said that that was one of the lines that made me think maybe he was drawn to it. The idea that mm. he he's not causing all of those bad things, but he can sense all of them. He's still feeling them all to some extent. He's like a, a conduit almost, or an amplifier. Uh, no, I still think he's causing it. <laughs> and no, that's fair. I, I think my my other backup to that would be with Henry. He feels guilt over who he's not been able to save. It's stuff that he feels responsible for specifically. And yeah. I feel like that's the same thing here. He feels responsible um, okay. for, for the bad stuff that's happening around him. Uh, but, you know, he's not, obviously, he's, he's very skeptical. He's nice enough to her about it, but he doesn't, like, you know, really believe yeah. her. And she's like, hey, you, you, you carry on the guilt of all the people you've not been able to save. You've not eaten today. And, you know, she lists a, a few things, very specific things about what maybe he's feeling this very specific day. And you know he kind of pauses for a second, and it, you know at this point the kid walks in because the, the other plot of this episode is that he's installed these sensors for to keep an eye on his mother, uh, these door sensors that say door open, you know stuff like that, and there's, there's cameras up around so that he's got like a phone app that you can look anytime he can just look in, uh, which actually leads to one of the other creepy moments I thought is when uh, Pangborn he's he's off because he, he gets he gets an award he gets like a, a plaque on on this bridge. He's getting the bridge named after him, yeah. and it's dedicated to him. <laughs> and then Ruth jumps off the bridge. Not a great sign on your, you know, on the dedication no. of your bridge. Let's jump no. off it. She freaks out with the dog barking at her, and she jumps off the bridge. And Henry jumps in after, her and she ends up being fine. But she's clearly getting worse and worse. She's deteriorating or mentally, and. He's, he's there to rip his plaque off and he looks on the app he gets like a little notification oh the door's opened and he looks and all he sees is the kid and keep in mind he's been away from the house he doesn't know that he's staying there at this point because you know Henry after all this stuff says hey you can just stay here tonight and mm. puts him up in the in the little apartment above the garage so he's like so the look of horror in his face as he sees footage of this kid at his house that he's been staying at yeah it was good I think it as a slight diminishing returns in terms in, in the effect of you know the the kid in the camera, because the that shot in the prison episode one or two maybe, um, you know where he stares up at the camera. Yeah, and that was such a good moment uh, through that. And, and this time it's it's different because you know the it just you know you're you're observing the kid, but he's not he doesn't seem aware of it this time. Yeah, and I think this one works because it's it's the just the out of nowhere shock for for pangborn that he just you know this is at the house where ruth lives and he's like why is he there um which leads to of course the big conversation at the end where he goes and tracks the kid ends up walking out the forest pangborn having seen this goes after him and we end with a bit of a standoff where he explains that you know he pulled over the over the warden 30 years ago and he was in the trunk and he's like, you know, the the warden told me to trust him, so I did so. And I always questioned, did I let a monster, you know, drive up with a kid in the in the back? And then I see you, and he, then he says something very telling. He's like, you know, I'm an old man now, and you've not aged a day, implying that he has looked this same age for the past thirty yeah. years. 
interesting, isn't it? That is very interesting. It makes it very. It makes him very clearly supernatural in some way. He's not. Yeah, and it, it changes a lot of our past theories. You know, we, we were talking about oh, was it was he kidnapped around the same time as Henry? You yeah. know, th- those sorts of ideas. It was was Henry like okay, you know, they took Henry thinking he might be the kid, and then oh no, you know, they let him go because he wasn't, and then this kid was next. Yeah, but, I mean, I still think they're related in some way, but no, I don't even know how. Yeah, but not but, not in the same way yeah. that we were thinking. Yeah, and then he, you know, he he mentions Ruth, and the kid says, "I can help her." And then he, he looks very confused at that, and then says, "The final line of the episode is him saying, you have no idea what's happening here, do you?'" And that's kind of what we go out on. Ruth has seemed to be getting worse, but uh, you know, maybe she's picking up on some stuff as well. Because there's a there's a bit where she's shouting out the back door. I mean, like, it, it sounds like she's talking about you know when when Henry was missing. Yes. Yeah, she's like, you know, welcoming them back almost. It's like, oh no, you've been out there for, you know, ages. It's cold, that sort of stuff. And, you know, and Alan, Alan comes up to her and she's like, no, no, you're just, you know, you're, you're having a bad moment. She, and then she seems, you know, very, very loose and aware. It's like, no, 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 something's, something's going to happen tonight. Hmm. Yeah, it almost makes me wonder if like, she's having like weird flashes of of things from either the future or the past, and like, yeah, is, kind is of... she picking up on some stuff as well? Yeah. So no, that, that's 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 curious, and it makes because I, I do think Henry in some way is special. There's something special about him. I just don't know what it is yet. Um, there's a reason why the warden asked, you know, told him to ask for him, and I have to imagine it's something to do with keeping the kid at bay in some capacity. Yeah, yeah, you'd you'd think because the warden, you know, he he seemed very devout in in what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he questioned himself at times, like he worried he was doing the wrong thing. He, he you know, he worried that he was being a monster, but. But ultimately, he kept doing it, yeah. and and so you know he convinced himself at least that this was for the right reasons that he was and doing worth it. Worth mentioning, we get another flashback with him in the cage. He does touch him. That that sounds really weird out of context, but he you know he does he touches his hand and his face, so yeah. contact was made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. You assume there had to have been some contact, you know, even when he grabbed him and, and put him in the cage to begin with, at least, right? That's a pair. If he's wearing clothes, enough clothes, not necessarily. That's fair. Maybe, oh. maybe he knew what was going. You know, yeah. that this was the case. Gloves, so he was wearing even. gloves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's true. If, if you know it's a danger, yeah, wear some gloves. Wait, which I, I guess at that point, if he's aware it's a danger, and he chose to touch him anyway. Which I think he did because he had gloves on and he took them off, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that would suggest because I mean, obviously he's the age where he's about to like die. So. I wonder if he's already he's already decided to commit suicide at this point, so he's doing this. I wonder if it's almost a way of making him feel better about like he he mm. wants to. He's like, okay, I probably should because this is going to go badly. Or, but, or is this moment itself? Is this moment the suicide? Like the actual method yeah. of suicide later? Maybe that's just what the kids' like energy made them do. But the moment where he chose to touch him is the moment where he said, "Okay, yes, I'm, I'm I'm ending myself here." No, no, I think so. Yeah. I think that's what I'm saying here. It's even. Let, let's assume that the kid doesn't actually have any you know it, it's not real the touching them thing right sure for for the warden i think this is a way of making it easier for him where he touches him and now he feels like okay he feels compelled you know he has to you know he has to die now he knows it's going to happen so he might as well go through with it yeah either that or he's he's, he's, he's almost looking for proof like he wants to know for sure if it like he touches yeah. him because he, he's doubting him because in this scene he's doubting himself does he touch him to see if it's true and then that leads to the suicide 
but he's lucid enough to say to him like hey ask for henry deaver before he you know yeah. before he offs himself is, is that like the sequence of events here yeah it could be um but it's, but it's interesting um very curious the mystery around the kid um is getting yeah it's probably the best part of the show right now yeah it's getting better as we go um and i think it's got a good supporting cast i, I think i mean ruth and pangborn might be my least favorite elements of the main cast that's fair um i'm not bad by any means but you know, I, I really like molly i really like jackie and obviously i like henry and the kid and all that stuff so yeah i think i think molly might be my least favorite even though she's the one that i should be you know really you know she's the one with the powers right oh yeah i think she's probably my least favorite character though i don't know i think my problem with with Pangborn is that is Scott Glenn just playing the same character I've seen him play in like multiple things at this point no it is and, and, and yeah we saw that yeah the problem is he is pretty good at playing that character and I do like him playing that character so you know yeah I, just, I feel like I, I've seen you do this before like uh, I, it's hard for me to, it, no you know. no it is yeah it's, it's true because at least with the other actors that I know like Alinsky uh, and Levi like yeah, this is a different character than what I'm used to seeing you play. And sure, sure. I mean, sure. Levi normally has a bit of the same attitude, but it's still a very different character. Like I have no idea what her goal is. What yeah. you know, what's going on with her? Lenski's got superpowers. <laughs> last last time I saw her, it was in the Netflix comedy last year. Uh, uh, I don't want to live in this world anymore. What you call it? What's that? Was the name? Um, yeah, it for it. And it was you know like it was it was a different type of role. Um, no, it's fair. But. Yeah, but hey, uh, no, it was a solid episode. I think the, the mystery is going. It was also mentioned there's those wildfires happening in the surrounding forest. Yeah, they've just started. They're much worse than usual by the sounds of it. They can't figure out the cause. The kids and... the cause. That's why I'm well, telling you right now. <laughs> most likely, yeah. You know, if if they'd started after he'd got out, I think that would have been you know way more telling. But the fact that they started, you know, he he was still in the prison when they started because we oh, they were right from the start of the episode. They were going. Yeah. And um, they were saying, you know, normal means that you know the, the usual methods aren't putting the fires out. Uh, I think it's spiraling. I think you know the massacre started the chain of events, and now the the hysteria, the madness, the evil, whatever you want to call it, is it's spiraling. From no, there. no, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe his uh, range of effect is widening. Before it was, you know, oh, right next to him. That's, Actually, you know, was, I, I was thinking about that much. as well. Uh, in this one, like the cage he was in was inside like a tank, and I'm wondering if that was uh, intentional. Like, if the tank is like that'll cage the the power. Maybe, field, yeah. Because um, it's, it's very specific. It is. It is. So I'm I'm thinking that's that's maybe what the tank was for specifically. It wasn't just because it was a convenient place to hide them. It was because no, it's actually got a a property that that was mm. helping with his power. Yeah, could well be. Um, and maybe that's why because keep in mind 30 years Jackie does say that all the interesting stuff that happened that she 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 she's upset she missed happened before she was born in the 80s Cause, that you know, is true um, and she happens I mean the actress happens to be about the same age as me so I mean that's that makes sense you know yeah So Bo- no 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 it's a very good point so you know let's say he, he was captured you know what was it 92 that the show opened was it with, yeah, with the Henry 90, stuff yeah 91 92 um, yeah so let's say, let's say the kid was captured around that same sort of time. Yeah. She's going to be too young to remember any of that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, let's say she's turning 30 in the show, right? Yeah. 2018. You know, she'd be, what, three or four at that yeah. time. Yeah. She wouldn't remember any of that. Um, so, you know, that line, that timeline-wise, that so, so what if 
that's why it's been quiet since then is because he's been in this this tank in this yeah. cage uh, explains why Maine's such a shithole in, in King's World <laughs> but it's been okay the 90s 2000s and most of this decade have been okay and yeah. then <laughs> now, now it's now shit's kicking off again now shit's kicking off I actually think the exact phrase he used was 27 years so it may actually line up even better than what I'm saying it might yeah um but I just I remember three decades, so uh, which upsets me because it means I'm almost thirty because I'm saying that I line up with all this in terms of age. Uh, That's upsetting. Just a couple more years for you, sunshine. I, I, I'll relish those. <laughs> you'll relish, and then you'll yes. be turning thirty, and I can laugh at you. You can, but then then you'll be turning you know thirty five, so it's it's fine. Shut up. So I don't, I don't mean the fives. Thirty five is fine. Thirty five is fine. It's when I'm hitting 40. That's, that's, that's when the worry yeah, yeah. sets you, in. You keep telling yourself that. That's when the panic let's, sets in. Let, let's see how you feel in five years. Mm-hmm. I'll have made peace with it by then. I'll be too jaded to care. <laughs> that is quite possible. I'll, I'll just say, I'll just accept I'm a failure in life by then, and I won't worry about it. Whereas now I still feel there's hope. Like I could turn things around. And that, that's, that's where the crushing feeling comes from, more than anything, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're setting up for your midlife crisis already, yes. right? Yes. I mean, I've already written you off. I mean, you have to go through that crisis yourself, but I've already written you off. I just want you to know that. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you're ginger, so you're null and void on arrival. Um, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> um, uh, was there anything else we didn't talk about uh, plot-wise in the episode? I don't think so. Nothing huge. Uh, no, we talked about both wardens. Yep. We spoke about yeah, Molly. Molly's there. We we, we did Jackie. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about her feeling the evil because we always said she'd be important to understanding and maybe even fighting them. So I'm yeah. I'm curious uh, about that. Uh, so Steam's trying to update. So before it sabotages this recording, I'm going to put an end to this. This has been Castle Rock Episode 5, so let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Uh, if you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. Uh, for just $1 a month, you can support the show and the channel and everything we do and keep it all going. If you can't do that, though, just, you know, turn your ad block off. Watch the, watch the ads on YouTube. You know, like, subscribe, comment, all the all the usual stuff. All of it helps. Uh, but that is us, so thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? Vanilla. <laughs>